eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Oh, hi there. When you hear me speaking first, you know Jerry's on a Rutgers trip somewhere. Toronto, I believe. CeeLo joins me. Oh, hi, CeeLo. Hi, good morning. Yes, they had to go north of the border for Rutgers to play St. Bonaventure. Now, I asked Jerry the other day, is St. Bonaventure in Toronto? He says no, No. that it's just a tournament up there. That's what I'm saying. It's a New York, an upstate New York team. I see. But they have to go all the way to Toronto to play college basketball. And and Jerry went up a little early. He said he was going to go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. (laughs) And he was going to catch a Maple Leafs game. Very nice. Which is very nice. They don't boo John Tavares in Toronto, at least not yet. And like yeah. they did to KP last night. That's right. Throughout, by the way. Give the Nick fans Throughout the game? All the way through every time he touched the ball. So they boot like raining. I read raining boos. Raining boos on like, intros. Ooh. And then anytime he touched, you know, it's usually quick. He's not yeah. a guy that really hogs the ball. It's like either he gets it and shoots or he gives it up right away. But anytime he had the ball in his hands, you heard the boos. Yeah. They stayed on it all night. They did. A lot of times you, Knicks were in the game. That helps as well. You know, a lot of times you get bored with the, it's like, oh, we booed this guy already. Let me yeah. eat my chicken fingers and drink my Miller Lights. and $9 beer night. My $9 $12. beers, right. yeah. Well, then Nick Van doesn't have a whole lot to get excited about these right. days, so they figure, you know, let's commit to that. And again, they did win the game. That helps as well. And they beat the Dallas Mavericks now twice. That's right. Two out of their three wins. Take that, Mark Bang. Cuban. Mark Cuban comes off so... Slick on that. Uh, what's that show? Shark Tank. Oh, he's a very rich man. Yeah, yeah. He's out my house. You would think he wouldn't stand for a team losing to the lowly Knicks. <laughs> Apparently, he treats his players very well, and he's very involved. Mark Cuban. Like, yeah, he goes through pregame. He's out there in like his jumpsuit, taking jump shots. Yeah, not like while the team's warming up, but you know, a few hours before the game. Seems kind of people. Seems kind of douchey. Eh, I guess a little bit. The the alternative is James Dolan. So right. Good Could point. Be worse. Fair point. Yeah. CeeLo, a lot of people set their alarms for 545. They're going off now, beeping, or if they're going with the old school radio, they're really hearing this. It should be this. 544 then, so you don't miss the beginning of the warm-up show. Yeah, 
But people don't like to set alarms for odd times. I agree. The quarter hours is Zero where you do it. Zero or five. At. Yeah, That's zeros it. or fives, yeah. right. The only way to do it. So if they didn't catch the uh, Thursday night game all the way through, there was a brouhaha. You saw this live? No, I didn't. Did. I, went to, I went to bed after the Nick game. I figured, oh, Browns are winning. Right. Okay, wake up. Million notifications, melee, Mars, end of Thursday night football. Oh, yes. I heard Harris describe it. Then I caught all of the action when I got in this morning. Same. The brouhaha, Mason Rudolph versus Miles Garrett. A little bit of a mismatch. You would think, but Mason Rudolph, so he gets uh, sacked. Well, not sacked. He got rid of the ball. Oh, a late hit. At the, late didn't throw hit. A flag. All the flags the quarterbacks get, there was no flag on that play. Late hit, so he must have said something to Miles Garrett, who then ripped Via the face mask, his helmet off his head, right? <laughs> right. And then, fair, Rudolph was trying to pull his off too, but he didn't succeed. You're right. Yes. And that's not being mentioned. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, because he I, had he pulled it off, something tells me he wouldn't have swung it at Miles Garrett's bare forehead. <laughs> You're right, because Miles Garrett <laughs> tackles him. And while he says something, they get into a little push-shove, although Mason is down on the ground. You're right. He does go for the back of Miles Garrett's helmet. They were having a little wrestling match there on the the ground. So then Miles Garrett rips his helmet off and doesn't immediately start beating him with it. He just, I think, grabbed, ripped the helmet off his head in like a, I got this. Like, I'm a man. I just took something from you. He also, at that point, had a couple of the Steelers' offensive linemen in his face. That might have deterred him. But he did He did get a swing in and, and clocked him right on the top of the head. Right, but that could have been over had uh, Mason Rudolph, not Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, yes. Mason Rudolph. Got it. Gone after Miles Garrett. Because only then did he swing the... The uh, Steeler helmet upon his so head. I see Al's trying to establish a, a, an early narrative here that Mason Rudolph is to blame for. All Not of this to blame, mess. but as you <laughs> pointed out, he did try to rip Miles Garrett's helmet yes. off. Terrible idea. Then he went after Miles Garrett, who really was just ripping the helmet off his head, and then got caught up in the brouhaha, slammed the helmet onto a non helmeted head, to which. Other Steelers came in and started. Yeah, Marquise Pouncey was throwing punches and kicking Garrett while he was down yeah. on the ground. He was not happy. But all punches and kicks were to the helmet, so. Yeah, the pun- I mean, listen, we see hockey fights. That's about it. Usually these, these fights in other sports, they're like uncontrolled flailing yeah. with the fists. And yes, in football, it's silly when guys have helmets on. And then uh, someone from the Browns then yeah, had the name I can't goal pronounce. to then shove Mason Rudolph to the ground. Who from was behind. Cheap this shot. point out of it. Cheap shot. No, he was. That's, that's my favorite part. He wasn't out of it. He wasn't? No. That, all right. All right. This so dude, do you remember a couple of weeks ago? He got clocked. clocked. Like, he was like out unconscious yeah. for a minute or a couple of seconds Concussion. on the field. Concussion. Something. They had to carry him, you know, walk him off the field. There was no, remember with Mike Tomlin, the, the, the cart was wasn't working. Oh, yes, I, yes. I don't know anything about <laughs> carts, that whole situation. Yes. This dude last night got smoked on the top of the head with a helmet and barely even he like threw his hands up in the air as if to say, Oh, look what he just did. Right. Oh, that's the a- then he gets decked from behind and gets right up. <laughs> he had no part, took a helmet to the head and a shot from behind, and he's fine. A couple weeks ago he was knocked unconscious when he had his helmet on, so it's strange. So let's start the narrative right here, CeeLo. That Mason Rudolph kind of to blame for this. Mm, I, yeah, I saw. So you tried to just ease our way into it. I saw where you were going with that. I understand. Uh, uh, yeah, mm, 
It's not going to be popular you get opinion. What you're no, it's not. <laughs> you're going to be fighting with a lot of callers. Yeah, because people just... are calling for Garrett to be suspended into next season. Right. They're like, it should be 16 games the rest of this year plus 10 next year. Including some current players, guys that were tweeting about this oh. last night as they're watching. Get him, kick, not kick him out of the league, but get set, him out of there. It set Twitter on fire. Yeah. So one, Miles Garrett wouldn't have ripped your helmet off if you didn't give him the idea <laughs> by trying to rip his off. <laughs> then it was over until you then went back at him, and then he clocked you. Here's with the it. problem, though. Okay, the yeah. Browns are clearly about to win the football game. Yes, right. Their their season is like hanging by a thread. They get this nice. Primetime home, home win, win against the division rival. Nice and cut and dry. Nice and clean. No issues. Just let the last couple seconds tick off. Go to the locker room and be done with it. But it's the Browns. And there's always something that seems to be going on with them. Yeah. And then Freddie Kitchens getting defensive in the post game because someone, I uh, have to go and watch the full, I only heard the answer in the exchange, but something along the lines of, they were accusing him of condoning fighting, and he he did not like that line of questioning. Okay. Something about the Colts. I don't know if they, the game they played them early in the season or something. I have to go check on that. But he was he was not happy about that, and we will we will hear from Freddie Kitchens uh, on the show this morning. I have some quick co- quotes. Miles Garrett lost my cool. Yes, he did take responsibility. Baker Mayfield, it's inexcusable. Freddie Kitchens, I'm embarrassed. Mason Rudolph. Cowardly, Bush League. Yes. What is Bush League? I know what Bush League means. Where did that come from? I don't know. We'll have to get to the bottom Bush of that. League. Bush League. Like something... something you, you know what it means. A You're non-professional would where do. where it originated from. Yeah. I don't know. And Good I love one. the announcers like, oh, that was the most horrific thing I've ever seen. Uh, it was pretty bad. And people on Twitter, you're right. Current players, former players. Yeah. People not involved in the NFL at all. Appalled. Let's go. Let's do the other way today, CeeLo. You and I get out there ahead of this before <laughs> the morning shows hit at 6 a.m. We blame Mason Rudolph. Mm. Maybe I'll at Mason Rudolph. Maybe if you didn't try to rip his helmet off and go after him, yeah. this wouldn't have happened. That's trolling, Al. That's what we call trolling, just looking for a reaction. Oh, speaking of trolling, somebody was trolling uh, Pete Alonzo after he won the uh, Rookie of the Year. Yes. Somebody tweeted. Oh, I think it wasn't his congratulating DeGrom for the Cy Young. Oh, is that what it was? And then they replied, yeah. Exactly. And then someone on Twitter wrote to Pete Alonzo, lose weight, fat ass. <laughs> I did see this, yes. <laughs> All in like um, lowercase letter. Like, course, I love that. Yeah, guy with like zero followers. Yeah. yeah, to which Pete Alonzo responded, how does it feel watching this fat ass hit 53 home runs and 120 RBIs from your couch? Not bad. Boom. Not bad. Sometimes I wonder why these guys engage, but that was that was pretty good. I love engaging. Like yeah. I'll argue oh, with people no, on you Twitter. Like engaging, but you know, really. <laughs> <laughs> and Boomer will always Not say just to on Twitter, right, Eddie? Boomer on the phones too. Boomer will always say to me, "Why do you bother? These guys have no followers." I go because it's fun. I like arguing with people on Twitter if it's just for your entertainment. But sometimes you can tell it really gets under the skin of somebody. Yeah, right. That like, this was funny. Offended. Yeah. Right. I didn't get the sense Alonzo was, like, really miffed. It was sort of just like, this, you know, this guy. Is this take guy him for down real? With one tweet. Done. Yeah. Boom. And uh, in another face bet, face mask related face story. Face mask. Book? Face bet? Face mask related story. Uh, an angry 49ers fan, we found out. He was arrested <laughs> yes. uh, after the game when they lost to Seattle on Monday night. This is a 37-year-old man. It's not a kid. 37-year-old man. <laughs> Climbed a 350-pound <laughs> Joe Montana statue and ripped his face mask off. Here's what I want to know. <laughs> how How is that even possible? 
Right, to rip off. Isn't the statue made of bronze or some sort of strong metal? I guess that must just be... <laughs> I don't know. There, just hanging on for dear life, and he just ripped it right off, huh? It's a great question. You'd think it'd be welded... That's what I mean. ...to the rest was of the statue. Was he out there with, like, a, you know, a chain, chainsaw or steel cutter after the game? I mean, jeez. He had beer muscles. God. I would love to... I hope. Wonder if someone got that. Like, if it's on YouTube, I think um, we would have seen that. Just the thirty-seven-year-old man climbing a statue, shaking, <laughs> <that right> off. <laughs> shaking the face mask of Joe Montana. Personal foul, fifteen yards. And apparently, they're gonna have it fixed by Sunday. So I guess oh, it's not right? been that much significant damage. Maybe that speaks to just how weak the material, yeah, was used to make the face. Maybe this time around, they'll use something a little stronger, like bronze weld it on there. Yeah, bronze and weld it on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have to take a quick break, CeeLo. It is a quick one today. All right. And then I have other items. That's called the radio tease. Take it away, Eddie. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, Jerry's in Canada, so I'm sitting in with Al here. He had the Thursday night melee in Cleveland. Browns beat the Steelers 21-7, but the three ejections late miles. Garrett clocking Mason Rudolph on the head with his own helmet. Knicks did beat the Mavericks 106-103. Late three ball for Marcus Morris. Porzingis booed throughout. Nets fell to the Nuggets 101-93. Rangers blown out by the Lightning 9-3. That'll make Boomer happy. Seton Hall edged by Michigan State at the Rock 76-73. And we have another jet play. Player angry at the Jets. Quincy Anunwa took to Twitter, did not appreciate getting fined for missing treatments. Two treatments, yes. And I'm on the Jets side on this one. I am as well. He claims, he goes, oh, really? You're going to find me? I took my wife out for Veterans Day. She's a veteran. She's a veteran, yes. Great. Give us a heads up. Yes, that was the problem. He, he didn't tell them. after the fact. Right. Yes. So That's a weak excuse. 27 Gs. <laughs> for missing two, treatments. Two treatments while he's on injured reserve. Woo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, it. I agree, it's low on the list of jet debacles. Yeah. But it's because it's the sum of the parts, It's right? fun. Osemele, Falk, Anunwa, the players are just coming out of the woodwork to <laughs> right. just rip them to pieces. It's not yeah. a good look, no. Yeah, but I thought that was a lame excuse because he was trying to get the Veterans Day sympathy. Yeah. Which I'm sure if he went to the Jets and said, listen, I'm supposed to have treatment. It is Veterans Day. My wife is a veteran. I'd like to take her to Applebee's. Is that cool? They'd have been yes. Adam, get sure twenty-seven grand. <laughs> That's what it costs. That's a hefty expense. It's football Friday on the One. Fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 